Welcome to the Industry Insider, brought to you by Promo Corner. Each week, promotional product professionals Meg Erber, Jeff Franklin, and Stephen McFadden, along with special guests, will discuss industry news, trends, and events with a focus on educating the promotional products industry. The Industry Insider, the nerdy news you need to know. Welcome back to yet another exciting episode of the Industry Insider, your promotional products podcast where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. My name is Jeff Franklin. I'm the National Accounts Manager with Hidware USA, and I'm joined today by my other two co-hosts. But before we get to them, I'm going to tell you about our fine sponsors for today. We're brought to you by our good friends over at Promo Corner. Promo Corner provides digital marketing solutions for suppliers and distributors. Their services include email broadcasting, banner ads, sponsorship opportunities, content, content, and more content. Very much like what you're watching now, blogs, vlogs, and podcasts, video services, and promo show, a platform for private virtual events. And uh, look, uh, look at them or go over to, uh, to promojournal.com as well. Uh, they're powered by Promo Corner, and uh, Promo Journal is the industry source for fresh daily content. So go check them out. And uh, if you're looking for opportunities for advertising, you got to reach out to sales at promocorner.com. Tell them the industry insider sent you. Why don't we say hi to Stephen? Uh, Frosty McFadden. I feel like I'm a, a weather news reporter. You're like, we're reporting live from the windy city of Greenville, North Carolina, where it's currently 40 degrees with a wind chill of 36. Yes, the, um, the wind there yeah. looks very much like uh, <laughs> Chicago. It was super windy here yesterday. Oh my gosh. The yeah, pilot and our heater went out last night. Here though. Yeah. So, how are you doing other than being frigid? I'm doing well. Uh, actually, I'm on campus uh, at East Carolina, second day of teaching. Uh, so I did my classes on Monday, and I'm doing them again today. So I'm excited to be here. So you're good. That's Teach cool. Those that's kids. Like the whole, uh, are you doing the, the Shark Tank thing again? Yeah, today is the Shark Tank presentation, so they all get to walk in with the music and the, uh, the the icons and the video that I have prepared, so it'll be cool. We've got, I think, uh, five presentations in the first and the six in the second, so we'll see. I, I, I have high hopes. I think they're going to do better than, than the last year, so we'll, we'll see. Maybe that's because I did a better job presenting, so we'll see. Very cool. And Meg Herbert, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. I was in Maine over the weekend, you know, yeah. just looking at a house. Tell um, us about it. Tell us about your trip home. <laughs> I got really car sick. <laughs> you might see pieces of my bagel all along 95. <laughs> <laughs> if Wonderful. I'm not driving, I just am such a like, I don't know if it's like I'm a control freak or I, I don't know. I, I broke my eardrum once when I was younger. And ever since then, I get my equilibrium is just a mess. So so yeah, I got a little sick, but uh, question, because I've never, this is the first house that I bought personally, like it's going to be my name, it's really exciting, but um, when, do you shop around for loans, right? Is, is, it, is it customary to do that, do you know? Like, would you just like look around or would you just take the first one that you get? <laughs> uh, so for me, I'm, I mean... Yeah, I guess you would shop around. Hold on. So, Steven, your order is a mocha the v. something it's or Steven another. Steven with a V. <laughs> he was just trying to – and we can't are you, are you muted? I was muted. I was muted. Oh, it's, yeah. it's a mocha with oat milk. That's what I went with. 
mocha with oat milk. Gross. Uh, okay. Careful, Meg's about to leave her bagel on the side of her desk as well. Um, it's hot. And oh. look, uh, David Glenn wants to know why not go inside. Well, we tried that at the beginning of the episode, and apparently uh, Stephen is at Club uh, Club Starbucks. Club Starbucks, there. yeah. There, there is pumping there were- the music bumping some music inside um so we've decided that the traffic noise and the wind noise is actually less loud than the music inside the starbucks so yes yeah uh so meg to to go back to your question when we bought our house i mean we did uh we did i don't know so we kind of referred or deferred to our uh realtor they gave us a couple people to look at and I mean, based on your credit report at that point in time, the federal rate was like really low anyways, and it wasn't going to go much lower than that. Okay. Well, you guys know that the the interest rates are just ridiculous right now. So obviously you have to shop around. It's it's about to go up again. So go ahead and get (laughs) it done. I did get it locked in. But the thing was that I hope this guy's not watching, but kind of a few if he is. So I, he gave me this, this rate and it was like, mm, all right, I see what it is. And I was asking for questions and I wasn't really getting the answers that I wanted. I feel really bad, Joe, if you're watching, but kind of not. So I asked my friend, Amber, my very good friend, Amber. And I was like, Hey, is this right? She's like, Oh, you don't know I do loans in Maine. Um, long story short, she was able to get me at a whole point and a half lower. And so I went back to Joe and I was like, Hey, listen, Joe, I'm really sorry. Basically he just told me to go F off and never talk to him again. <laughs> Hey, so Meg, one thing, I know this isn't the finance uh, corner of our section, but you can also use loan brokers that will get quotes from all the different uh, right? agencies so out there. And I then they'll find shocked. the best rate. Yeah. I think it, it doesn't matter. I just shop. That's, that's what we use. By the etiquette. That's all. So, anyway, that's not what we, were, we came to talk about, but that's what I was doing this weekend. Jeff, how was your weekend? Uh, you know what? Uh, the weekend was kind of rough. My, uh, my wife was. was like deathly sick. I mean, she was bedridden for a couple of days and, you know, so I was just uh, playing Papa bear all by myself and taking care of the little ones. And I, my, my youngest, uh, when I picked her up from daycare on Friday, she, uh, I was told that she was complaining about her ear hurting and her older sister had just gotten over strep throat and a double ear infection. So we kind of had a, an inkling of what it was. So we took her to the pediatrician on Friday and uh, she she did definitely have an ear infection, but tested negative for strep. So uh, she's on antibiotics. Her ear is feeling better, but everybody's still sick. Uh, so, you know, and my yeah. wife is, you know, better now, I think, but at PMANC uh, in California. And uh, so I'm I'm home sick dealing with two sick little ones. So that's how my weekend went. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> yeah, uh, quite a bit. So, yeah, but thanks for asking. Uh, well, listen, today's episode uh, is exciting. We decided not to bring a guest on for this episode because, you know, we're, we're talking about something that's, um, I guess, rather humanizing and, and just dealing with uh, some some loss and how to deal with work and with bereavement and everything else. So, um, you know, it's just something that, you know, was maybe not quite as bubbly as we would like an episode to be with a with a special guest. But, you know, maybe maybe it would have been appropriate to have somebody else that's had, you know, or gone through similar things as well. But. Either way, uh, like I said, wanted to talk about how to deal with work, uh, you know, when the industry continues to move forward, uh, you know, when you're dealing with a loss or time off. So um, tomorrow uh, is a, a rather significant day for me. Uh, tomorrow marks the one year mark of my father uh, going into VFib and being rushed into the hospital and basically um, passing 
uh, we he went on life support for 10 days there at the hospital and just never came around. He went with uh, oxygen deprivation for too long and uh, suffered uh, some substantial brain damage. And, you know, we were just basically told that he wasn't going to come back from that. Um, so, yeah, um, you know, just wanted to sort of pay tribute to my dad. And Meg, I know you've gone through in the month of March uh, quite a significant amount of uh, loss as well. And uh, so we just thought it might be a, an interesting time of the year to sort of discuss it. Um, you know, and we live in a, a, a post, uh, post-pandemic post world where uh, mental health and, and things are just super different now. Um, and so, you know, we also want to provide sort of some some light to people that may be going through uh, loss. And, um, you know, just hopefully, you know there there are resources out there, and you know we've got some stuff that I'll post up here in the in the uh, in the bottom ticker or something in a, in a bit. But there are resources if you're going through any loss. You know, don't feel like you're alone or going uh, you know going through it alone. Uh, there are other people uh, here to help as well. So Meg, do you want to shed light on any of the stories that you've sort of gone through or? Yeah, I will. And I, I think I've been very lucky to have um, a family here with me and and very supportive work coworkers and. Um, but it was an ISS show. Oh. That's me and my papa. Oh, I'll have to show a picture of my brother later. But um, this is from his funeral. So, so yeah. So my brother. Uh, it's different when you. It's. I mean, not not different from losing a parent. Obviously, I, I can't imagine. Um, but when you lose a sibling, man, it's it's so different. It's, you think about when you were younger and you guys grew up together and all the memories that you had. Well, I didn't really have that with my older brother. He was so much older than me and man, I'm trying not to cry already. So right before he passed away, he, he came to stay with me for a couple weeks. Um, those of you who knew him, um, he was everybody's friend, shirt off your back kind of guy, but he was also an alcoholic. And um, so he came to stay with me for about two weeks the summer before he passed away. Um, he had gone to a rehab facility um, and then left again. Um, and my dad and his mother had sent them out to Colorado as a last, you know, hey, last time he was happy, he was he was there. So he went out to Colorado, out to Crested Butte. And um, I was at an ISS show in March of 2018. And we had just finished up a VIP event. Um, I was one of the last people to leave and pulled my pocketbook out of my phone. And I saw that I had about... I don't know, 57 text messages. Um, and I was like scrambling to see what had happened because I have kids. The first thing you think of is something that's going to happen to your kids. And that's something I would never recover from. And I, I don't want anyone to try to help me. Just let me go. Because, sorry, I didn't mean to go down that way. Anyway, I saw that my brother passed and I was I was just in shock. And I went back to the hotel. My, my coworker, Michael Cohen, um, God, I, I needed him there when he was there and he was there with me in the Uber and went back to the hotel with me. And I was like, I, I don't know what's going on. I just can't, I couldn't even think straight. Went up to my hotel room. He waited downstairs, Like he knew that I was going to come back downstairs and leave. And he waited for me. He got my luggage out to my car and I went home. Um, and then we had to fly out to Colorado to, to, to bring him home. And, and that was really hard. I had to do that with my dad and, and go out there. And, um, but I was so grateful that I had those two weeks with him the summer before, because, didn't have that growing up and we you got to spend time with my kids and my family and I got to see the brother that I never really had and we really got to bond so I had a lot of guilt after he passed like so much guilt and for what 
wasn't my fault. He was an adult. He's a grown man. Right. But the, the guilt came from like, I'm an adult. I should have done more. And I remember I had this memory once, like right after he passed away and I was in ShopRite and sorry, because he used to like to drink those like cold, stupid Frappuccino drinks and he didn't have any money once. And he was like, oh, I wanted them. And I was like, oh, like, you don't need that. Like, why didn't I just spend the stupid eight bucks on the Frappuccino? Like, and I remember I was in ShopRite and I just, I just lost it. I was like, this is so dumb. I'm crying over a frozen drink. <laughs> So was it a, was it a mocha with oat milk? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, it's probably why I'm gagging now. I don't know what it was, but it was like a Frappuccino, one of those frozen ones, but I had a lot of guilt for a while. And you guys always hear me talking about this book, um, signs by Laura Lynn Jack Jackson. And I think, sorry, <laughs> I think it came into my life right when I needed it. Um, it changed my life. It really helped me to move forward. Um, I found this passage that I do want to read. And I think, because I found it, I've shared it with so many people. Um, do you mind if I read that, guys? Or did you have anything yeah, you want to chip in before I read this real quick? All right. Um, I apologize. And I, we can link it to it's the lostfoundation.org and it's called Grief Comes in Waves. Now, it, it really helps you to kind of understand what someone's going through um, when they're grieving. So I'll read it. As for grief, you find it comes in waves. When the ship is first wrecked, you're drowning with wreckage all around you. Everything floating around you reminds of the beauty and the magnificent of the ship that was and is no more. And all you can do is float. You find some piece of the wreckage and you hang on for a while. Maybe it's some physical thing. Maybe it's a happy memory or a photograph. Maybe it's the person who is also floating. For a while, all you can do is float and stay alive. In the beginning, the waves are 100 feet tall and crash over you without mercy. They come 10 seconds apart and don't even give you time to catch your breath. All you can do is hang on and float. After a while, maybe weeks, maybe months, you'll find the waves are still 100 feet tall, but they come further apart. When they come, they still crash over you and wipe you out, but in between you can breathe, you can function. You never know what's going to trigger the grief. It may be a song, a picture, a street intersection, the smell of a cup of coffee, Starbucks Frappuccino. <laughs> It can be just about anything. And that wave comes crashing, but in between waves, there's life. And somewhere down the line, it's different for everybody. You find the waves are only 80 feet tall or 50 feet tall. And while they still come, they come further apart, but you can see them coming. An anniversary, a birthday, a Christmas, or a landing at O'Hare. You can see it coming for the most part and prepare yourself. And when it washes over you, you know that somehow you will again come out on the other side, soaking wet, sputtering, still hanging on to some tiny piece of the wreckage, but you come out. Take it from an old guy. I'm not the old guy, but whoever wrote this was, so sorry. <laughs> the waves never stop coming, and somehow you don't really want them to. But you learn that you'll survive them, and other waves will come, and you'll survive them too. And if you're lucky, you'll have lots of scars from lots of loves and a lot of shipwrecks. So that's helped me tremendously. And I've sent it to everybody um, <clears throat> that I know that's experiencing it. And, and I, I always say, people will always tell you that they know what you're going through, whether they do or not. Um, I don't know, but if they do, then it's something to kind of take solace in that you're not alone. So Steven, I want to give you the opportunity if, if you have any stories uh, or anything to share, uh, if not completely understand. Um, but 
you know, you're certainly there freezing in the cold and wanted to make sure that if you have something that you want to contribute. Yeah, you're supposed to give me a few minutes to thaw before I'm supposed to talk. Um, but, you know, it, I don't have anything uh, specifically. You know, we are going through a season uh, currently over the last you know month or so where it seems as though there's just a lot going on, you know, between um, friends and family and just there's lots of different stresses and i think that was kind of one of the points we wanted to make obviously with this is how do you how do you keep going in in our industry that is maybe more event driven or deadline driven part of the win you know when you have things like this that pop up you know and I, i think one of the things that i like to you know remind myself is you know with especially during things like this is you know we're not we're not saving lives necessarily, you know, like we're, we're not dealing in anything that, that can't be done tomorrow or can't be done with, with the help of a good team. Um, so, uh, you know, it's, it, we can take some solace in knowing that there's, it's okay to have breaks and to take time away and to rely on the people that are, you know, at the companies you're in and, and to pass off stuff that, you know, you may not want to because you need that time. Cause if you're not right, you know, personally, it'll affect you much, much more and much longer than it would be if you tried to power through and not grieve and not take that time away or not get yourself right. So I guess that would be my, my contribution. (laughs) Yeah, I can, I can definitely agree with that. And and that was, thank you for segueing as well, because we did want to talk about how to deal with, uh, you know, work when the industry is continuing to move forward, uh, when you're sort of seem to be stuck in a time capsule with, you know, things just standing still. Um, and, you know, I think it's it's different for everybody. Everybody's going to grieve differently and everybody's going to handle situations differently. I know for me personally, like, yeah, I, I was lucky enough to work in a place that, you know, it gave me all the time that I needed if I needed it. Um, but for me personally, it was actually very therapeutic to, you know, while I'm sitting by my father's bedside to, you know, to actually be going through emails and things like that to sort of take my mind off of, you know, what was going on. Cause you know, in that situation, I wasn't saving lives either. Uh, you know, whether it was with clients in the promotional industry or if it was, you know, with my dad, there's literally nothing that I could have been doing, but to be able to be there physically, uh, you know, in those moments, uh, but still be able to get my work done was, was helpful. Um, but you know look when you got to take the time away you're a thousand percent right uh you've got to take that time away and you need to be able to to deal and to cope and and to to be able to move on and and make sure that you are right within yourself like you said because if you're not right yourself then your work's going to suffer and you're gonna end up losing clients anyways that way so um i think it's better to take some a little bit of time and if you lose a client or two in that time because of going through something like that then that's probably not the type of client you'd want anyways Right. And I, and I think one thing that the last few years did for our industry and the world really was it did humanize people. You know, we've talked about this a lot where we've we've been in people's more of our customers homes and met more of their dogs and children and families. than we ever had, you know, prior to this, that personal business relationship gap has, you know, the barrier has been smashed. So I think that the, you know, the the understanding of our customers uh, is, is much more, you know, and the understanding of that we're all human and we aren't just bodies behind computers doing the work, only their work, you know, is, is surely not the case anymore. So, um, but I think people understand that. And I think that's important to know. I mean, this is another reason why, you know, again, I, I advocate for the community within our industry, uh, whether it's your regional community or a national community, whatever it might be. But, 
you know, I think just having, you know, work friends and, and you know, relationships with folks, uh, even within the industry, uh, it really helps out with that sort of stuff as well. Um, you know, if if you're going through some loss and you've got the opportunity to, because I mean, if you're just, you know, sitting around doing nothing, it, it, it can really dwell on you, I'm sure. Um, you know, so if you're if you're able to, you know, sort of when you're ready, take those steps to get out with other people, whether it's in the region, uh, you know, different regional events or whatever. And, and just to be able to surround yourself with other people can kind of help take your mind off of that stuff as well. So, um, yeah, well, that's it for me. Meg, anything else to add? Man, I don't think so. Um, I know it's a it's a tough subject to talk about. And I know, you know, a couple a, co a customer just lost her, her father the other day. And it's like, you almost don't know the words um, to tell somebody that you're, you're there for them. You know, I don't, I don't know. Um, there, I don't think there are words. Yeah. It's so hard. And, and people want to talk about it sometimes. And then some people don't want to. And I think as, as an outsider looking in, you don't know what to say to that person, right? Like you want them to know that you feel the, uh, empathy for them. Right. Um, for me, I love talking about my brother because it brings back good memories of him, the memories that I do have of him. And, you know, I just got done watching 1883, by the way. Boom. If you haven't seen that show, it's it's amazing. But there's a there was a lot of quotes in there about death because it's just like everywhere. You know, it's 1883. It's the Oregon Trail. Um, and the one there was a little quote in there that I loved. I just I like to think about this now. But um, it says when uh, sorry, when somebody dies, um, Sorry, when you love somebody, you trade souls with them. They get a piece of yours and you get a piece of theirs. But when your love dies, a little piece of you dies with them. That's why you hurt so bad. That little piece of them is still inside of you and they can use your eyes to see the world. So I remember that line from that I, show. Oh, I was, yeah. yeah. So I like that. And I'm going to continue to like think like that. Um, yeah. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's hard for me to even come up with words, but I think we're going to keep this um, a short podcast today. And you know, yeah, it's going to be a bit shorter. Um, you know, which is which is okay. It's not too much shorter than our normal podcast. You know, five minutes or so. But um, you know, I think it's good just to to talk about. And I know it was a very significant time of the year for both Meg and I, and uh, so it just made sense. And um, so yeah, I appreciate you guys uh, entertaining us and and you know hearing our stories and. Hopefully, you know, it's able to shed some light on, you know, whatever situation that you may be going through. And just remember that you're not alone. Uh, like Amanda Delaney had mentioned in the comments, we'll post that back up here again. Hashtag not alone. So, um, look, I, I'm even I'm even willing to talk to anybody that needs to. You know, if you reach out to me, message me on Facebook or something, uh, you know, I'm, I'll gladly give you myself a number and we'll have a chat. So, um yeah. So, all right. Well, guys, uh, definitely not the bubbly uh, episode that we would love it to be. But uh, look, Pops, I miss you and I love you. And uh, again, this broadcast is brought to you by uh, promojournal.com, powered by Promo Corner. And uh, Promo Journal is the industry source for fresh daily content. Check out their exclusive blogs, videos, and podcasts. And to learn about advertising opportunities, reach out to sales at promocorner.com and tell them the industry insider sent you. And uh, until next time, guys, we'll see you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. 
for more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos. Visit promocorner.com.